0: Welcome to the Nourish Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Lori short and I'm a registered dietitian who lives in a small town outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Usually on this podcast, I like to bring on guests to talk about their um, experience with Health at Every Size, the non-diet world. I like to talk about what's nourishing them right now. But I've got to say, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the world. Today is September twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty. Just to put a reference point on today, and I haven't sat down to the microphone in a long time. I haven't been sure what I wanted to say. Um, I've been struggling a bit with asking guests to come on because this podcast is really small, um, but it's also a labor of love for me. It's I love listening to the stories of others and I love just how generous our community is with sharing the wealth of knowledge within it. I also have no ability to pay people for their time and I realize that my guests have a lot of privilege when they're able to give up an hour or so of work, of paid work, to come on and chat with me. And so I've been really sitting with that um, for a while trying to figure out what that will look like going forward. I have a couple of actually three um, interviews that I've banked that were done earlier in the summer. Um, Actually one that was done in January and there's just been a bunch of reasons why I haven't been able to figure out publishing that one. Um, And there's just been a lot of stuff going on. So I thought I would check in and really kind of tell you what's going on in my head um, and in my spaces. And I don't have any answers for anything right now. Um, I'm not 100% sure how I'm going to move forward. And I just really wanted to to take some time to step in and and just talk about that a little bit. So um, it's September in Ontario, Canada. And today we just had the highest um, number of positive COVID tests that we've had. Our children went back into school mm, three weeks ago. There was a staggered start. um, And I'm not gonna lie, I've been struggling as a parent. I work full time, um, even though as a professor and I'm able to teach remotely, I still need the space and the capacity to teach remotely to my students. Um, and so my husband and I made the decision to um, send our kids back to school. There was an option of doing virtual learning because of the socialization. Um, but as cases continue to creep up, there's an underlying fear of, did I do the right thing? I think there's an underlying fear in everything right now for myself. I can't speak to others. Um, and so. You know I've been struggling with that a little bit to be honest Um, in March when the shutdown happened I was March 12th here um, and everything kind of came to a grinding halt it was the beginning of March break for my children I figured out how to kind of put my classes together to teach and then we started um, virtual learning with the kids which you know, everyone kind of just did the best they could, and it was a real struggle here at times. Um, my children are in the French immersion program. I don't speak uh, French. I haven't since I was 18. Uh, so there were some struggles with that. There was technology issues. We live um, outside of the city, so I was having bandwidth issues. You know, and I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just saying that there was a lot of stuff going on here. Um, my kids struggled a lot over the summer with Continued quarantine and not being in their activities, um, I struggled with being um, isolated a little bit more. Um, I am a person that does really need my um, alone time. I'm like a f- like 49 extrovert introvert split, so I need to have both to really feel um, like my cup is full. And it was just it's just been difficult and trying to um, produce content for my business, for my uh, full-time job, um, trying to parent in a time where I have no idea what I'm doing, um, everything kind of came to a grinding halt for me in July. And I just I just didn't have the capacity um, anymore. And so I, I think with living in a global pandemic and then the um, anti-racism, that's been going coming out of the States um, has definitely made me reevaluate my position as a white individual living in Canada on Indigenous land and how I how I can better move through the world um, and how I can be an ally in that area as well as be an ally to black, indigenous, and people of color um, in my country, um, not just in my town, and so there's been a lot of trying to listen and learn and grow and then take active steps. I feel that active steps are something that um, is really important because we can listen and we can learn, but unless we do, I'm not sure what the listening and learning is for, so I've been trying to do. um, And in that respect, also teach my children, um, who are 12 and 9 now, um, what all of this is talking about and opening their eyes to discrimination on different levels. Um, So there's just a lot. And I think you, as listeners, are going through a lot as well. There's days where I think I wake up and I just, I honestly think, oh, what's going to happen today? Um, Not in that, woo, what's going to happen today kind of way. And now that September started um, teaching ramped back up to full time, I have started a master's um, in equity, inclusion, and social justice, which is amazing um what I I feel that I'm learning so far I'm three weeks in four weeks in um but it's also it's really me trying to take these principles that I'm learning and theories that I'm learning and put them into practice um and one of those things that I'm putting into practice is this podcast so um I'm trying to figure out how I can continue to support voices that I think need to be heard and need to be talked about, as well as how can I um, figure out an equity payment scale um, to allow for that to work. And I, I'm trying to figure it out. Um, and so. That's where I say I'm not 100% sure where I'm going to go. I've thought about, you know, popping in and kind of doing shorter episodes that are me talking about food nutrition stuff or um, health at every size or non-diet or kind of like what's in the atmosphere um, that's being talked about right now. Um, and I, I think that those might be cool conversations to have. I'm also 100% aware that they come from my point of view, which is a very privileged point of view. Um, I live in a thin, uh, white, cis, hetero, female body. Um, and those are my experiences of having such. Um, so I've thought about talking more about living with a chronic disease. Um and how that has been difficult through a pandemic. Um, so I probably will talk a little bit about that, but it, I, I don't want to veer too far away from the original conversations of, what is nourishing us now? And what can we do to nourish ourselves through this time? And that's really what I've been sitting with now is, what can I help produce that is nourishing? What can I help produce that is going to go into the world and create positive change or work or thought um, and not be just me sitting in my living room talking into a microphone at nothing Um, so there's a lot and i wanted to be really kind of transparent about that i think One thing that I find that in in many aspects I I keep finding myself saying is I just wish they would say why they're doing this, not the hyperbole of, um, you know, the government rhetoric of closures or openings or whatever. I just just. Be completely blunt. What is the point? Are you doing this because of this or are you doing this because of something else? So I find that I've been saying that frequently so I wanted to pop in here and do that myself. It just kind of say this is where I am right now. So it's um, a constant thing. So actually it's funny because I thought oh do you know it's one thing that I could talk about is my youngest child came home um, grade four Um, nine years old and said you are not going to believe what we learned about today so you know I'm like sure what did you learn and um, he said we learned about the food guide and I'm supposed to eat 50 grams of something but I don't really understand what I'm supposed to eat 50 grams of and I said oh you learned about the food guide and I was like, what did you learn? He's like, I don't know that there needs to be protein at my meals and I need to eat 50 grams of something. I think it's fruit, but I'm not really sure. I don't even know what 50 grams is. And then I said, oh, you do know that mommy's a dietitian and you know, I know some things about the food guide. Do you have any questions? And he's like, oh mama, I feel so sorry for you. You have to know about the food guide and talk to people about it. He said, that's not how I eat. And I said, well, why don't you tell me how you eat? And his response made me feel like, woo-woo, go, mommy. I'm not going to lie, which is probably why I'm open to sharing this right now. Um, His response was, I see what my body wants. I take the food that you make. I put it on my plate with what my body wants, and I eat that. Some days my body wants some things. Some days my body doesn't want some things. He's like, why is a piece of paper going to tell me that I have to eat proteins and 50 grams of fruit? And I'm like, I like that answer and I said you know it's okay that you don't like the food guide and it's okay that you listen to your body and decide what you want to eat Um, and I said in fact I really wish a lot of people would really listen to their bodies and decide what they want to eat and he just was completely dumbstruck that people don't Um, And so sometimes I forget that, especially right now, I am in my bubble of my family and my extended 10 people. Um, And everyone knows what I do and how I talk. And I haven't really, outside of being on social media and stuff, haven't really had those conversations, except with clients, too, um, of, you know, all the external forces that change the way we eat and how we listen to ourselves, um, I kind of just wish, you know, we could just all be that nine year old that says I just decide based on what is there and what my body needs. And so if I think about, you know, what was nourishing me right now, that's nourishing to me. That is me feeling like, okay, in the midst of everything, maybe I am not messing up too much. Um, and oh, this is really rambly. I'm sorry. This is how I talk. <laughs> um, and so it, it was just, it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, that's right. You're going back into school. You're going to get the nutrition content from school. And that at first it made me feel very tired and very ugh. and then it was, oh, you were able to take in what they say and challenge it with how you feel and what you know to be true. And then I thought, you know, I need to do the work with everything else. When we talk about history, when we talk about what our country was founded on, when we talk about that, you know, when they say science is exact, science isn't exact, science is created by people who have bias of their own, and interpret results through that filter. And I think my goal is now to really help foster these curious children um, and curious person myself to really question all of those things that are coming up all the time and question and be curious as to, does this fit with my um, view or my experience? And not only that, does it fit with the experience of others? Um, and so I think that this is a learning process and I'm going to do it wrong. Um, and I'm going to learn from that and always attempt to do better. Um, I've mentioned this before, um, Dana from Be Nourished. Um, when she says do C plus work, um, I have gravitated to that statement Um, and it is something that I remind myself of frequently. Um, it's, we can do C plus work. I, I can't, I can't strive for that level of perfection anymore of trying to be an A plus person in everything. Um, I get too narrow. I, I don't listen as well because I stick to what I think I'm supposed to, supposed to do um and when i allow myself to do c plus work i i take a step back i take a breath i allow for more fun um i need fun i need fun to function Um, i need to sit on the floor and play i need to you know go outside and laugh at tripping over the sidewalk and be silly like I, i i need that personally um and Doing C-plus work allows me to do that. It allows me to go, this is, this is good. You know, this is completely good, acceptable work, uh, which is actually what I'm doing right now. I am totally saying this all off the cuff without really thinking about it, which is probably why you're going to hear lots of ums. But it's also why it's a little disjointed and follows my wandering brain. But I think that if I sat and tried to figure out the perfect way of phrasing it, I never would have sat down to do this because um, there's so much going on in the world that I would have sat and analyzed every point that I was making and hoped that it was okay. So instead, I literally just taught a class and flipped programs and just kept on talking because I thought this is how I need to do this. Um, The other thing um, that I have been telling myself and my family is from uh, Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, is we can do hard things. Um, not that we have to do hard things, but we can do hard things. So there's um, some days where, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot for a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old to process uh, what's going on in the world. Um, and I'm not sugarcoating it. I mean, I'm trying to give age-appropriate conversations about what's happening, but I'm not gonna tell them that everything's okay. Because it's not okay. The systems that we have been living in for so long um, are not okay. And they're not okay for a lot of people. And, but we can do the hard things to change them. And we, we will do the hard things to change them. So those are two statements that I find myself really, really gravitating to a lot. Um, as well as um, I actually have tattooed on my body from Brene Brown. Um, strong-backed, soft-front, wild-heart. Um, and it is something that I have carried with me since I first read it. Um, and it just, I remind myself daily that, you know, we can be vulnerable. Um, I am scared a lot. i um, I acknowledge that there's days where, you know, I... I'm doing good and I'm not, and then there's days where I think I'm not, and I am. Um, and so, those are kind of the three things that I've been using to kind of figure out a little bit of this space. So, that's you know 18 minutes and 51 seconds of me talking. Um, <laughs> and so, I do have some really great interviews coming up. Anina Schmidt, who is a um, therapist out of Toronto, Kimmy Singh, who is a registered dietitian out of New York, and Meredith Noble, who is just a complete and total badass, um, who lives in Portland, and I hope I'm right. I'm thinking that off the top of my head. Um, So I have three interviews with them coming up. Um, Also, I redid my website this summer. Um, I hired um, a cool company called um, Rebel and we worked to redo some of my social uh, media stuff as well as my website. And if you check out my website at unapologeticallymerd.com, you will notice that I have some awesome photos. And they were all done by uh, Lindley Ashline. Um, You can find her on social media at Body Liberation with Lindley. And Lindley has many diverse um, stock photos that you can purchase from her website. And so I just think so many of the photos in there are stunning and beautiful and really, um, they're, they're just amazing. So... I had a hard time even trying to narrow it down to the few that I used, but um, I think really making sure that when we're working and we show diverse bodies, um, color, size, gender, um, is really, really important. And I I just love the work that um, Lindley has. So I'm this is not sponsored at all. I'm just saying, if you're checking for stock photos, there's beautiful ones there. So yeah, so I think this was all about what is nourishing me right now. I think it's hard to feel nourished um, when we, you know, flip open our phone. I don't know why I say flip open our phones. We don't have flip phones anymore, I don't think. Um, When we open, when we look, when we scroll, whatever the word is, um, particularly Twitter, uh, which is where I find I'm getting news, um and just feel the constant wave of how can this be happening now? What is going on now? Um, and it's this constant state of happening daily. Um, I think it's really important to kind of find something that nourishes you, even you know, if it's something that you think is just really tiny, but makes you find joy or settles you or makes you feel at peace. Um, you know, sitting with a cup of coffee that is still warm for me. Um, I am that person that walks away from coffee frequently, even though I drink it all the time and do love it because I get occupied. Um, You know, if it's finding a moment to laugh with someone, if it's going, um, the leaves are changing color here and It's my favorite time of year because I just love the the reds and the golds and the oranges. And there's a tree um, that I walked by today that was pink. And it was just the most beautiful, stunning tree to me. That, you know, nourished me. It helps. So if there's anything that you can find that nourishes you in that way, I just, um, I really encourage you to find it. So again, I'm not sure what this podcast is going to look like moving forward. Um, I'm going to try when I have time to edit those interviews and get them out to you because they are really beautiful, and and those individuals donated their time and they deserve to be heard. Um, and I'm going to figure out how to move forward so that I can still get a set of diverse voices talking about their experiences in health at every size or the anti-diet or, you know, whatever is nourishing them that needs to be talked about and shared. Um, I just need to figure out what that's going to look like going forward and how um, I cannot perpetuate harm um, on anyone for that. And so I just want to say thank you for um continuing to listen today is actually the first day when i went to do this i um opened up the website for the podcast and i was like wow people have been still downloading so thank you thank you to the two people in russia i don't know that was i shocking and beautiful to me um and again just thank you for taking the time to sit and listen to this right to the end um i really appreciate that and i hope you appreciate this as well Please feel free to send a message. You know, you can DM through Instagram. That took me a minute to figure out how to say Instagram um, at, what am I, Lori Short Zamudio RD. Um, Click on my website. It is unapologeticallymerd.com. I am open to hearing um, what you think, what you're, maybe there's some topics you want me to talk about. I don't know, but I'm really um, interested in hearing what anyone would want to talk about um yeah that would be cool that just came in my head so i'm sorry that sounded again a little disjointed so i hope wherever you are you can find something to nourish you and i hope wherever you are thank you for you listening to today's episode can come join our the circle circle again, circle. don't forget uh, in to like us on itunes takes. or spotify and subscribe well. so that you never miss an episode um, take care of yourself take care of those around you that you, you know you love take care of each other um And I hope to be connecting with you again soon. Thank you.